If you're really honest with yourself, how often do you feel hopeless that you're ever going to be able to lose weight and keep it off? Welcome back to the JoLynn Braley Show. Today is part six of my exclusive 10-part sub-series of the JoLynn Braley Show, Real Results from the Inner Self Diet. Today's topic, she felt completely hopeless, but now she's free of mindless eating and weekend binges. Welcome back to the JoLynn Braley Show. This is JoLynn Braley, permanent weight loss coach, weight loss mindset expert, and founder of the Inner Self Diet, the diet for your mind. Why would you need a diet for your mind? Because it's in your mind where the game of weight loss is either won or lost before you ever even get started. If you don't have your mindset on the right track, then you really don't stand a chance of succeeding long-term with your food and weight struggles. The good news is that once you get your mindset sorted out and once you release your internal hidden barriers to success, then you're home free because the only place that struggle lives right now is in you. There's nobody and there's no thing outside of you that can stop you from getting to your goal weight and stay there. All of the war, the battle, and the struggle, and the pain, and the frustration, it's all within you. This is excellent news because it means that all you need are the right keys to unlock your path to success. And that is exactly what I do with my awesome coaching clients in the Inner Self Diet. I've been doing this work since 2009. I've seen it work for every single person who has simply followed my instructions and followed the steps. They do the steps and they break free. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to hear from Lisa, who is going to share her outstanding success from doing the inner self diet. And she's also going to share all of the struggle that she had before she ever found me and she did the inner self diet. And I want to let you know, I actually had a hard time coming up with a title for this podcast because there are so many pieces to Lisa's story that I could have focused on. So I called it, she felt hopeless, but now she's free of mindless eating, which is true. You're going to hear her talk about how hopeless she used to feel. She used to hide what she was eating. She had a hard time getting out of bed in the morning. All she had to look forward to each morning was more struggle. She was caught up in mindless eating right in front of the TV. In fact, one of the things that she would binge on mindlessly in front of the TV was Pop-Tarts. And she would tell herself, she would lie to herself that she was buying them for her four-year-old daughter when really she was the one who was eating most of them. Lisa also was extremely obsessed with a certain diet pill that became outlawed and you couldn't even buy it anymore. And she was feverishly searching online to try to find a place to buy it. 
She will share with you the fact that she was always looking for a quick fix, and she thought that if she could just get to that number on the scale that everything would be better. And there's more. Actually, this interview, this success that you're going to hear Lisa share with you in the hopes of helping you to raise your hope that you're not hopeless, because if she felt hopeless and she got to where she is now, then you can too. The only difference between you and her is she did the steps. Okay, does that make sense? So this interview with Lisa, it's a, a little bit on the long side, but I'm going to leave it as it is. I'm going to include the full, the full call here, and then maybe later I might excerpt pieces of this to do more podcasts, but I'll always be able to refer back to this one that has the entire interview. And hey, I already know that if you are serious about finally getting to the bottom of your food and weight struggles and you want to hear someone who's done it, then this interview will not be too long for you. But for other people who are just looking for a quick fix, they won't listen to this. And that's fine because the inner self diet is not a quick fix. There is no instant fix to take away a lifetime of food and weight struggles. But the inner self diet is pretty darned fast. At least that's what my coaching clients have told me. Because when you do the steps and you heal your inner self, you go to the root of the problem, then there's nothing standing in your way any longer. So it all depends on the kind of results you want. If you want to keep chasing the quick fix, which actually you're going to hear Lisa share with you, that's where she used to be. If you want to do that, hey, do that. But then don't complain that it doesn't last. You know what I mean, Jean? And before we listen to Lisa, if you want my help to stop struggling with food and your weight, do the same first thing that Lisa did. You need to go over to www.discovery-session.com. That's www.discovery-session.com. On that page, enter your first name and email. On the next page, there's an application to complete. Make sure that you complete that with full details to have your best chance at being approved for a complimentary weight loss discovery session. An application is required because the call is complimentary. And then once you submit that application, look for an email and the email address will be on the thank you page. That will be the email address for the scheduling department. So look for an email from them and then reply to that email when you get it so that the time can be set up for the complimentary weight loss discovery session. And then all you have to do is answer the phone when I give you a call. At this time, I'm actually doing these calls myself. So it's pretty simple. If you are serious, if you really want to change and you really want to feel good about yourself again and you want to get out of your own way and you want to stop sabotaging your own weight loss, if you want to be able to live a healthy lifestyle without feeling deprived, without feeling like you're missing out, without getting in your own way, and of course, let the emotional eating go, let the binge eating go, be normal with food. If these are the kind of results that you want so that you can finally get to your goal weight and maintain that for the rest of your life, then go over to www.discovery-session.com and get started there. All right, so let's listen to Lisa now. Let's get started with that right now. 
Hello, this is JoLynn Braley, permanent weight loss coach, founder of the Inner Self Diet, the proven proprietary step-by-step coaching system to permanent weight loss, which always works as long as you do the steps. And I am here on the line with another amazing recent graduate of the Inner Self Diet who has some very, very exciting things to share with you, to help you, because she used to be where you are right now. If you are struggling with out-of-control eating, emotional eating, binge eating, compulsive overeating, if you're feeling bad, if you're feeling guilty, if you're feeling ashamed of yourself because you're super smart, you're successful professionally, but you can't get control, get, get a hold of or control of this uh, food and weight problem, uh, then Lisa has a lot of things to share with you. And I just realized with everything I said, <laughs> I kind of, I'm going, I'm going to have her tell you in her own words <laughs> what it was like for her <laughs> before the Inner Self Diet. So we're going to hear from her in her own words, but what I, uh, the basics are what I just shared with you. But first, Lisa, welcome to the call. Hi, Joanne. Hi, I'm so glad you're here, and I'm so glad we're doing this, and I know without a doubt that there will be people, more than one person, who are going to benefit from hearing your successes and hearing, you know, another real person who was where they used to be, and now you're not. So... First, would you please, if, if you don't mind, could you please share your name, your age, you know, basic things so that people um, can relate and uh, know where you're coming from? Sure. So my name is Lisa, and I'm 46. I am married, and I have a four-year-old daughter. Um, I live in upstate New York, which is uh, about six hours straight north of New York City, so all the way up in, uh, in, in rural northern New York. Um, and I work for a local government up here. I do IT support, so uh, various computer support for the, the local government in my area. Good. Thank you for sharing that. What was your biggest challenge? What, on this specific topic of the food and weight topic, right, this whole thing, what was your biggest challenge with that before we ever met, before you enrolled in the Inner Self Diet? Well, I feel like I had a lot of challenges, a lot of struggles, um, and it, it ranged everywhere from binge eating, uh, overeating, hiding what I was eating from, from everybody, um, and uh, also I had a lot of trouble just waking up and getting out of bed in the morning, I would just wake up and I just felt like I didn't even want to face the day because I felt like it was just going to be more struggle with eating and not liking what I looked like and not liking, not wanting to even get dressed and having to figure out what I was going to put on my body for clothes. And I, it just, each morning was a struggle just to wake up and, and get out of bed and kind of face the day. Hey, Lisa, thank you for being so honest. I know this is, this is going to help. In fact, we're here right now live recording this, but just imagine this recording is being listened to at this moment by someone. 
It's already on my website, fearlessfatloss.com. And there is a woman listening to this right now who feels guilty every morning. She's hiding what she's eating. She's trying to uh, hide how much she eats from her husband and her kids or her boyfriend. Uh, but let's keep it specific. She's just like you. She's married. She has at least one child. She's trying to hide how much she's overeating. She feels really bad in her body. She's trying different things to try to fix this problem, but nothing is working. And she's listening to this right now. So I, I really appreciate and applaud your candor and your transparency because you're saying things that she's afraid to say, but if she doesn't say them and she doesn't get help if she doesn't get coaching she'll just stay where she is so you're helping her to say what she hasn't been able to right now does that make sense yeah and that's what i that's exactly why i'm doing this this you know audio testimonial is because when i was in my darkest place uh, and i didn't know where to go next I had done all the research on the internet about how to lose weight. I had read all these websites. I had bought the, I had bought the diet books. I had tried the diet pills. I had gone through so much that I thought would help me lose the weight, but it, I was just stuck, and I just felt like I was getting, you know, going into a darker and darker place, and not, and didn't know how I was going to recover from it. And I found your website, Jolynn, and I listened to the audio um, testimonials of your clients and watched the videos uh, from your clients, and they they said things that just struck me, and I realized that you were going to help me, and that, that the inner self diet was what I needed. Something just hit a chord with me that said you feel helpless right now and hopeless, but contact Jolynn and maybe and maybe you can be just like these people who have had success. And and here I am. So mm -hmm. it was really important for me to 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 want to do this uh, this call and, and have it out there for people to mm -hmm. hear. Good. Excellent. Hey, you just reminded me of something. Would you mind sharing a little bit more about the diet pills that you did in the past and, and what happened with those and also the obsession to find more? Sure. Yeah. So I, like I said, I've tried a lot of the different diets and, you know, about lots of different diet books and tried to follow them. And if they would last for a little while and then I would, you know, then I would stop doing it. Um, stop following it and then just gain the weight back um, if I even lost weight at all. Um, I had found a few years ago a diet pill online that um, a friend had recommended and this diet pill was a miracle pill for me. It worked. I didn't have to do anything but take the pill and I was not hungry. I wouldn't, I didn't eat, I didn't care if I eaten. Oh my goodness! I didn't care if I ever ate. I just <laughs> yep. didn't think about it. I but I also didn't exercise. I just mm -hmm. took the pill, and the weight fell off of me. Mm -hmm. And they ended up. Um, it ended up that the, these pills had an ingredient in them that got banned in the United States and Canada, mm -hmm. I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I wanted those pills so bad that I started 
searching the internet, just scouring the internet, looking for them because I did not care if they were illegal. I was still going to find those pills because what happened was I stopped after I stopped taking the pills, of course, because they weren't available anymore. I gained all my weight back fast, mm -hmm. and then I gained mm -hmm. even more weight back than I had, you know, than I had originally. So I gained more, all the weight back plus more pounds, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I was like. Well, I need those pills. Obviously, those pills are my miracle drug. I have to have those pills so I can lose weight again. And I kept trying to find them, and um, and I did at one point. And then I I really I they ended up they weren't they weren't the same. They didn't do anything for me anymore. They weren't working like they weren't the same pills that had that they obviously didn't have the same ingredients in them. Anyway, thank goodness. I can't even imagine going back to that. I can't even believe I was in a place where I was looking for pills that were banned by, you know, by the United States Health Administration, and I wanted them because I thought that it was all about that number on the scale. Um, but just to speak to that a little bit more, even when I had lost that weight and I saw the number that I always wanted to see on the scale, Mm -hmm. I still didn't feel, I, I still wasn't satisfied. I wasn't happy with myself about it because it's like I realized that I really didn't do it. After the fact, I can look back now and see. I, I wasn't, it didn't change my life. It didn't make my life just miraculously better. It, mm -hmm. it wasn't, the, the number on the scale didn't solve anything for me. So I can see now that, that's what I was striving for all that time was that number, but mm -hmm. I really that wasn't the the answer. So, mm -hmm. and just to point out before we go on, the inner self diet is about getting the number on the scale, but having the inner self that not only makes it easy to get to that number on the scale, but also makes it easy to maintain that number on the scale, and feel really good about yourself, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. even when you were taking those diet pills, were you still waking up every morning feeling guilty and, and ashamed? Oh. and? Yeah, you know, I may have felt better in my clothes, mm -hmm. but it didn't, I still had the same, um, I just, I still wasn't happy with mm -hmm. myself. And I still had issues that I was dealing with that, I now, having gone through the inner self diet, if those kind of issues come up again, or if I'm having a bad day or something, I can, I have tools now that I've learned that I can use and take with me everywhere I go, no matter where I am, has, mm -hmm. I now have tools to, to help me, to, yeah. to get me in the right place. Right, and for those who are listening, they might be thinking, well, what is this? What does being happy have to do with weight loss? Well, like you've learned, Lisa, and you can tell me if this is true from your experience. Yeah. The fat on the body is only a symptom of the bigger problems, and if those bigger problems are not solved, then not only is it really hard to release the fat on the body, but you'll regain the fat, and um, it's it's not about, it's not just about having a problem with food and a sedentary lifestyle. There's 
so much more involved, you know, this constantly feeling guilty or constantly feeling ashamed. How much did that weigh? If you had to put a, a number on, on how many pounds the guilt and the shame weighed. Oh, gosh. I mean, like, I feel like 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. And then guess what? Oh, my God, I'm 50 pounds overweight on my body. Yep. You know, and, and isn't it amazing, though, that just like you, you were in that place where you were obsessed with getting diet pills that were physically harmful, um, but, but you thought that that was the solution. And there's millions of other people that think that a pill is a solution, too. Yeah, I, I say how I was always looking for that quick fix. I, it was like I just thought that if I could get to, you know, if I thought that, like I said, the number on the scale was going to make everything in my life better, and it, it wasn't about that. It, it, of course, it's about being happy with your weight and being happy, you know, with your body. That's definitely what it's about, but it's also in the, in the journey of it and how are you getting there. I was getting it to that number on the scale in a very stupid way. And now I feel so smart. I feel like I, I make choices with eating and that are good for my body and good for me. And that also helps so that they're better choices for my family too, you know, so that my, my husband and, and daughter are eating healthier also because of of the choices that I'm making. So it's nice to see that it actually spreads out to other people too. Yeah. So, okay, your biggest challenges before the inner self diet, you felt guilty constantly, you were overeating, overweight, um, feeling bad. What's it like now? It's, there's just a sense of, of calm and in my life and in my mind, and I have confidence now. I just, I have confidence that I'm, I will make, I can make the right choices for myself, and that I'm doing it. I'm not relying on a book to tell me what to eat today, um, and it's, it's, it's having the confidence to know that it's, that I'm in charge of my life, and in, in making myself, I can make myself be happy. Um, and um, so it's, 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 I guess it's empowering, too, is how I feel, because it is me making the choices. I'm not letting life just happen to me, and that's how mm -hmm. I was living. Um, mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I was just reacting to whatever was going on around me, but instead I'm, I'm living my life fully and, and making the choices. Yeah, and how many pounds have you released so far from your body? I have lost 11 pounds. 11? That's higher yeah, than last time. Yeah. And um, it's about a size to a size and a half down in clothes. Excellent. 11 yeah. pounds size or size and a half down in your clothes. And is it true, is it really struggle-free? It, it is in that I don't obsess about food like I used to. I don't obsess about, you know, what am I going to eat next? Where am I going to eat next? 
when am I going to eat next? I mean, that's, I, it seems like that was all that would just consume my mind because it was, I was always eating and I was, or I was, you know, not eating and then I would binge and eat like a thousand to two thousand calories in a sitting. Um, and so it was just, it was just like this, this cycle of, of my mind being obsessed with food and, and my eating. And so, you know, as far as that, it feels like this, it does feel struggle-free because it's not, I had to put in the hard work and the commitment and the daily work, you know, it's, it's a, it's a day, there are daily tasks that I do now that help get my day started in a positive way and give mm-hmm. me that momentum to, to, uh, to start my day. And so it takes commitment, it takes determination, hard work, but mm-hmm. it's not a struggle. I enjoyed this journey for sure, and I feel confident and just happy each day um, that I, you know, that I know how to move forward now. Yeah, and and you bring up a good point. Struggle-free doesn't mean that you don't do anything, right? Struggle-free exactly. means that that you're not sabotaging yourself. You're not fighting yourself to make the healthy choices for yourself. It's not a struggle where you have to fight with yourself to stop mindless eating, you know. Um, but struggle-free, it, it doesn't mean that you don't cook your food, plan ahead, all of those things, because that is part of living a healthy lifestyle. It's just not a big deal, though, once the struggle is released. Do you agree? Yeah, exactly. It feels just more like any other day. You know, it's just part of my life now. And that's mm-hmm. where the struggle-free comes in. It's, if there are cookies in my house, it's, I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to mm-hmm. think, there are cookies in my house. I really want to eat that bag of cookies. Or I, I, I know I'm going to wake up in the middle of the night and I'm going to go out and I'm going to just scarf down those cookies. Mm-hmm. And that's how I used to be. It used to just be in my mind all the time that those cookies are there. And, um, and now I don't, I don't really care if I want to have a cookie and I make the decision to have a cookie, then I will. But it's going to fit into my whole day of eating, you know, it's not just going to be mindless and mm-hmm. um, and just standing there, you know, chowing down on them. It's just going to be part of my eating plan for the day. I'll make the choice for it mm-hmm. instead of it, you know, and, and, and so that's where it's, it's so different for me. It's just part of my normal day now. Yeah. And if, if something, you know, if something does come up, or if I make a bad choice, you know, because it's going to happen, and it does happen. If I make a bad choice with my eating, for example, then mm-hmm. I know how to correct myself, and I know how to get back on track right away so that it doesn't, um, you know, let me fall backward. Right. It doesn't turn into the 80-pound ice cream cone, right? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. People don't gain weight from eating one ice cream cone, you know? Right. It, you don't even gain weight from eating five cookies. What you gain weight from is then feeling guilty and ashamed and embarrassed and depressed and then going out to buy five more boxes of cookies and eating 
all those boxes and then going to go to Taco Bell and then uh, go back to the grocery store and buy ice cream and then keep on going on with this. That's how you gain weight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Could you share, please, that pattern that you used to have? If you could share the details. Yeah, before I, right before I started the Inner Self Diet, it seems that Pop-Tarts were my, well, I had many, many uh, just nasty processed foods that I was, that I was binging on, but Pop-Tarts were definitely one of them, and uh, I would buy them for my four-year-old as, you know, what I would tell myself when I was purchasing them at the store, and I always made sure we had some in the cupboard. I mean, if we were getting low, I'd make sure that there were more. Well, I was the one eating the Pop-Tarts, for example, uh, in this example, um, and it was, so it was like there was this food that was just calling me into the kitchen all the time, it seems. The food was controlling me, and my, my routine was just, I would come home from work, and I would sit on the couch, turn on the TV, watch, you know, mindless TV. Um, and I would just kind of go between the couch, watching TV, go into the kitchen, just eat whatever was it, whatever I could find in there that was not healthy for me. Um, then John, some of that, go back to the couch, watch TV. I wasn't really even, I, I wasn't even interacting with my family. I wasn't, I was missing, you know, quality time with my daughter. So it, I was in this horrible cycle of just, of just not participating in my life, and I, I, I knew I was missing out, and that was a big, big part of it when I first contacted Jo Lynn was telling her that I am missing out on quality time with my daughter, and I need to get that. I need to change that. So, um, you know, the Pop-Tarts were a big part of that, but they were just one piece of it, uh, but there were, I was, there were so many other foods that I was just almost, like, obsessed with that were always on, always in my house that I knew I could go to when I was ready to, when I needed to binge on something. Yeah, and thank you so much for sharing all that. I, I am positive that there are folks listening, just like you, who's listening right now. You, 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 who can totally identify with Lisa, and you're doing right now what she used to do, which she's now free of. And then listen to what happened with these Pop-Tarts with Lisa, because Lisa, if you could please share, because this is something often that happens with the, the transformations in the inner self diet, is that it, it's not like a, a big lightning bolt of, ah, oh, I've had a big transformation. It's just these kinds of things where, oh my God, I didn't realize that changed. And I remember you sharing your story of how your your husband actually helped you to see the big change that had happened with these Pop-Tarts. Could you share how you realized that they weren't a problem anymore? Yeah, I and I can't remember. There were a few different scenarios with the Pop-Tarts in the beginning there. That, so, but what I'm thinking of is... Uh, so like I said, I was really the one buying them, in the, you know, for a long, long time. And so I think my husband just got used to them being there too. And this was probably two or three weeks into the inner self diet. So not very far into it really. And 
Um, and uh, my husband brought, I can't remember exactly. I, I, I remember one situation where he brought Pop-Tarts home from the store, and I was like, well, why did you get these? And But I think what you're referring to, Joanne, now it's coming back to me, is that they were still in the cupboard and that I didn't yeah. even realize they were there. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't even realize they were there anymore um, in the cupboard because I hadn't been looking for them. And it mm -hmm. ended up there were still some Pop-Tarts left, and I remember telling, darn it, I can't remember the details of it, Jolynn. <laughs> now, I see, this, so is so, this is so funny I because just, this happens just, all the time. Yeah, um, it's like it, I just don't care about them anymore. So it's yeah. like I don't. I remember talking to you about them and telling you, like, it just they just aren't in my life anymore. I just don't care. And yeah. that was like a big revelation to me because they were such a big part of my life for so long before I contacted you. Yeah, yeah. Um, what you had said, and this was on one of our, our coaching calls, and I remember I asked you, I'm pretty sure I asked you, I said, hey, can I share this with the public? Because I, I asked you guys in the group all along, like since the first call, I, I would, is it okay that I share what you shared today with the public, and could I take some sound bites out? And that was one of those calls, too, where your success, it was so cool. And I was like, oh, can I share this? Um, but now it was so long ago that it's like so it's it's difficult for you to remember because it's not who you are anymore. And this is what I see and hear all the time with the awesome clients that I coach through the Inner Self Diet is you get to you get so far away from where you used to be, it's hard to remember what you were doing before. But um, basically what I remember you saying is that uh, your husband pointed out to you that there were Pop-Tarts in the cupboard and you had forgotten that they were even there. And then you realized that what you were doing is you had been buying them, saying they were for your daughter when really they were for you. And what was, what was most profound about this transformation is that you did not do what most people would do to try to cure the Pop-Tarts problem and the overeating problem. The way most people would have gone about it is they would have thrown the Pop-Tarts out. But right. you didn't do that. You did the inner self diet, and then yes. it didn't matter that the Pop-Tarts were there, and you forgot about them. Exactly. And it, was your, and it was your husband who pointed out, hey, these, you know, uh, Pop-Tarts are here. Um, it looks like they haven't been eaten. And um, I think, it, and he's not the kind of guy, he, he wasn't scolding you or anything like that. I think he was just like, oh, um, uh, we haven't bought them or something, but it looks like we don't need to. And then you realize that, wow, I forgot about the Pop-Tarts. <laughs> yeah. Is, that, is yeah. that right? Did I get it right? Yeah. Yeah, it just, it, it, it does. It seems like so long ago that I couldn't remember the exact like, sequence of events of it. But the bottom line is they, I don't even care if I ever have another one. And I probably was buying one to two boxes a week, um, you know, prior to being, in, you know, prior to the inner self diet. So yeah. it, it's just, it's, it's awesome. It's great. Yeah. And that's just, that's one big perk of it, of having gone through this specifically with those kinds of foods that were like, 
that you knew that if you were that if you were going to have one, you weren't just going to have one. You were going to have more, and you know, and that it was a it, they they were one of the foods that was a problem for me, and yeah. I, I can't even tell you right now a food that I have like that. I don't have that category anymore in mm-hmm. my life. There's not a category of foods that I have to stay away from, which feels right. so good. It's not about restricting you know, what type of food, or it's not about restricting yourself. It's just about Mm -hmm. making the right choices for you. Right, but it's so much easier to make the right choices when you're not addicted to Pop-Tarts and chocolate and those kinds of things, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's not, the the inner self diet doesn't give the results of, oh, my God, I I really want to have the Pop-Tarts, but now I've got a tool to resist them. That's not what it's about. It's about, no. oh, my God, I don't even care about Pop-Tarts. Why are we talking about Pop-Tarts still, JoLynn? I don't even, <laughs> they're not even like, okay, but I hope right. it helps somebody, but why are we still talking about them? <laughs> you know? Exactly. <laughs> hey, um, can you also share, please, this was a major transformation. I remember you talking about that uh, something, and I'll just share brief amount so that then you could say it in your own words, but it was something about when your husband would go out of town and in the past what you used to do, how you'd plan ahead your upcoming binge so that nobody would know what you were eating and uh, how you thought that, oh, well, my daughter, she won't notice because she's so young, and then what changed with that? Could you share what that, what did it used to be like when your husband would go out of town and what would you do with food and then what's that like now? Yeah, if he was going to be away, even for an overnight or you know, or an evening that I wasn't going, that we weren't going to be having dinner together or something, it was like uh, a chance for me to just to order all the bad food that I wanted, to overeat, to indulge in, not even just indulge, but basically to binge eat, to just consume as many calories as possible. And I would, like, plan ahead if I knew he was going to be away. And I would plan ahead and think, okay, where am I going to go? What fast food restaurant am I going to go to? Where do, or where do I want to order from? And it was just my way of hiding what I was eating again. But it was to an extreme because it was like a free-for-all for me because I was basically on my own because my daughter's young. So she, you know, I could just set her, you know, set her with her own meal and, I would just, um, it was just a chance for me to just eat whatever I wanted, and I would make some horrible choices. And now, I, it's not like that, actually. He's going away this weekend, and it's so funny. Just thinking about that is perfect timing for this call because he's going away this weekend, and I haven't once thought about Oh, which restaurant am I going to order from? What am I going to get that I don't want to normally get in front of him? Uh, you know, how many pizzas am I going to order this week? And I haven't thought about that at all. And that, those are the things that used to run through my mind in the past. It was like yeah. my uh, my 